Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed, and thanks to the help you get from Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll help you keep it running. All you have to do is call in or text in your question. As usual, Dan Burns has helped us out for, well, when he was probably about 18 years old, I think he started, something like that. But you've been in the business a while. I've been in it a long time. Yeah. yeah. I started, I owned my, owned my first shop when I was 26. My so goodness. I've been doing it a long time. Kind of a scary thing, I bet, back then. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. You were all in for sure. I had three little kids at home and... and uh, <laughs> Mouths to feed. Failure was not an option. No, I guess not. <laughs> well, we uh, had a good time. Uh, I did. Dan had to, did some work, but uh, I had to get some. Uh, thank goodness that you have this wherewithal to say, you know what? You need some front brakes. And yeah. uh, indeed, I did. Um, but we visited uh, the Lloyd's on, uh, what was it, Thursday. And, uh, you know, it's really amazing to see a pro work. I mean, you got all the tools there, and you could you get right to it, and it's like this guy knows what he's doing. Well, I had you helping me. That made well, it, that see, made I'm a, learning. I made it a lot easier. I can't do the show <laughs> without you, yeah. but I I pick up a few things here and there. Yeah, You've, you have some good answers actually. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I want to notice? You have no idea that I was going to say this. I was telling my family this. That one thing I noticed, and I, I probably notice it every time I go to Lloyd's, is that the people that come in. To, you know, for service. Men and women, I, I must have seen four people that morning come in. They're all happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so they know that they're going to get yeah. good service, yeah. not ripped off, and get it done right. But I, I've never noticed that before. Oh, well, thank you for the endorsement. And, I mean, but it is. Uh, yeah. It is what you yeah. guys do. I'm glad you noticed that, and I'll share that with my crew when I get back because... That's a big deal coming from someone that's not there all the time, just well, noticing it. Well, people, you think, you know, it could be major repair work done. Right. On, and, and they're, they're like, it's, it, it could be dread. They're filled with dread. <laughs> but these people um, were actually smiling and joking. Oh, good. I think that's a great sign. Yeah, that's well, a, thank you. No, yeah, that's, thank a, you. that's a tribute to you and your guys, too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about break because I, I noticed something I've never, because I guess I've never seen uh brakes being changed uh, before, you know, new discs. Now explain what those components are. There's this big round thing. Well, you had your your brake pads were worn out and yeah. the brake rotors were uh, thin. Okay. So we chose to replace the brake rotors, which was the big metal parts that, that you saw. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, installed new brake pads. And in the process, as you saw, we cleaned everything up. We cleaned all the rust off the off the uh, hub uh, f- the hub for the bearing and we 
lubricated that, and then we cleaned all the slides for the brake uh, uh, pads and the pin that holds the brake pads in. So pretty much we cleaned up and, and made your brakes like brand new again. Are they, and, then, are they, and then in the process, we changed the fluid too. Well, that's right. Is, you have to do that. Well, you don't have to do that, but it's uh, it's recommended because brake fluid is is water soluble. In other words, the uh, it will absorb moisture over time, and uh, that's not that's not good brake fluid. Brake fluid needs to be clean and pure, uh, with with you know, in a perfect world with no moisture in it. Yeah, and that's how it works best. But so, then, then you uh, and with your colleagues there, you had to. Do you bleed? You get the air out of yeah. the line. First, we flushed all the brake fluid out, and then then we uh, bled the uh, brakes to get some additional fluid out and any air that might have been uh, introduced in the process. Now, what kind of uh, uh, pads? Uh, you were talking about a different material than. Well, the pads we used on your car because they're available because it's a it's a. A car that allows that we use ceramic brake pads, which are nice. We've learned to like those because they're quiet. You'll notice that you don't hear any squeaking or, or yeah. noise from them, and also they produce very little dust. And uh, some people, you know, especially if you when you go to the car wash, if you have that lubricant put on your tires so that they shine, yeah, that sure get, grabs the brake dust uh, and makes your wheels all Wheels black. can get pretty dirty with that yeah. dust. Yeah. yeah. So this is these are just better about not creating as much dust. It was interesting watching the well, pro at work there. Yeah. That was, it was kind of fun. And plus, uh, you showed me that they're on the disc itself. They're like fins. Oh, your brakes happen to have a, uh, they happen to be directional. So that as the brake rotor is turning going down the road, it catches air and then cools the keeps rotor and keeps the pads. Huh. You know, brake fluid, <clears throat> um, as I was telling you that day, there's a few different kinds of, of brake fluid. And what it has to do with is the boiling point of brake fluid. And you would say, well, really? Brake fluid can boil? <laughs> and, uh, you know, out in Colorado, this is actually very common. When you're going down the mountain and you're uh, applying your brake often, yeah, and the brake fluid can actually get hot enough where it starts to boil, and the uh, the air that's now in your system will not um, it it compresses. Hmm. So brake fluid does not. That's the whole point of using brake fluid. Is when you step on the brake, there's uh, it does not compress. It it allows the pistons and the caliper to push against the brake rotor and allow you to stop. Well, if you have bubbling going on inside there, then uh, there is uh, room for the brake pedal to fade, and it actually can fade far enough where the pedal will actually go to the floor and the brakes will stop working. You don't want to be going down mountains like that. No, that's anywhere. You know, I don't know if you ever watch, you know, NASCAR or IndyCar races, uh, but when these cars go around the, tr- the track and they apply the brakes, the brake rotor actually gets glowing red hot. Wow. So, uh, and so does it on your car. I mean, the brake brake brakes get very very hot. Hot the fric- the friction that you produce in the process of braking uh, is significant, and so the brake fluid needs to not boil. And Interesting. That's why we change it. Oh, see, I've learned all this <laughs> in a couple of hours. It's amazing. All right, let's uh, let our uh, listeners end on the conversation. If you have any kind of a car care question, there's a guy you want to talk with or uh, text to 651 
989-9226. That applies to both the uh, phone call, if you want to chat with Dan, or the text line, 651-989-9226. Text uh, just came in, Dan. says, do these ceramic pads require a special rotor? They do not. They do yeah, not? They do not. No, nope. they're compatible and... and uh... You know, as I told you with with uh, parts that I was choosing to order for your car because of who you are, uh, <laughs> I got I got the best I could get, yeah. and uh, and that's what you want, that's what I want to put on. Sure. And uh, if the customer will allow me, that's always what I'll do. Now, some people don't have the budget for that, or the car's old and it just doesn't make sense. But, yeah. But uh, if I have the option, I like to use the best. Now, how long would you say normal circumstances, normal to whatever normal is, you know, let's say drive 12,000 miles a year or something. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm not the kind that races. I see a red light. I don't speed up right. so I can slam on the brakes like some <laughs> people do. Right. Uh, I kind of coast. Right. But uh, how long would you think those, what you replaced, how long do you think they'll last? I well, to you, ask you that. You, uh, that was the first brake job on your car. And so what's your car have, about 40,000 miles yeah, on about it? Yeah, about a little less. About the 30, yeah, less than that. Less yeah. than 40. So um, that's how long the first set lasted. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> and with the way you drive, I suspect that you'll get much better wear out of your brakes than the, I mean, the brakes now will do better than that. Than so the original. 40,000 a little soon for brakes, but quite commonly we do them at that point. Uh, you know, if, if you drive aggressively, which is fun to do. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the result is you have to do brakes a little more often. All right, Dan, hang on. We have callers, we have textures, and we're going to get everybody's question answered here. Don't forget, Dan is going to be here till just about 745. So if you have a question, don't wait. Call it in or text it in. And good morning. Welcome back to our Car Care Show here on News Talk A3OWC. So Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, tell you what, let's do this. First of all, uh, tell us where Lloyd's is located. Then we're going to pick up on calls here. Well, you know well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Give us a call, 651 228 one three, one six, or friend us on Facebook. Yeah. You can find us there too. Which I do all the time. Yeah. All right, we'll give you that number before Dan leaves us today. Let's get to the phones. Folks have been waiting. Steve is one of them on St. Louis Park. Steve, you're on CCO. Hi, thank you, Dan and Danny, for taking my call. I'm a first-time caller. I really appreciate your guys' show, and I love both you guys, so thank you so much for that. Thank you. I, I have a 2006 Dan Chevy Impala LS with 112,000 miles on it. I've been losing oil for a while here, but they finally determined it was a timing cover gasket. However, my mechanic's telling me just keep adding oil. And is that a good thing to do? Or I know it can be expensive because sometimes you have to take the water pipe up. What's your, what's your opinion of this, Dan? Well, I think with uh, 2016, uh, with 112,000 miles, that's got a lot of life in it. I'm not sure that I would yeah. make the decision to just start patching it or, or holding it together. I think that's probably... Uh, a good car still and probably worth the investment of, of uh, taking care of that. So uh, I probably would fix it. Yeah. Uh, if it had 216,000 miles, then Another maybe I'd think about it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I think at that age, it, it, cause it's only going to get worse. I mean, the, the leak's going to get worse for sure. So I think at that age, I probably would fix it. Yeah. Especially if you know it and you yeah, like it. You know yeah. it and you like it. You bet. All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate the comment. Kathleen is next up here on CCO from uh, Maplewood. Kathleen, you're on with Dan. 
Hi, good morning. Um, first of all, I just want to say I listened to you in honor of my dad, Dad Volgo. He loved you guys so oh, much. Oh, fantastic. So, what a nice yeah. thought. Okay, so here's the deal. I have a Scion IQ 2013, and when I started, it chirped like a bird, and then it stopped. Yeah. Uh, usually that's co- coming from the alternator belt. When oh. you When the car has sat, the batteries undercharge a little bit just because of time. And uh, then when you start the car, the using the starter to get the car crank takes the battery down just a little bit more. And so oftentimes when you start the car, the alternator is looking to put a whole bunch of charge back into the battery real quickly. And so that's when you have the strongest load on your alternator, which, of course, is being turned by a serpentine belt. And if that serpentine belt is getting worn, stretched, or... Uh, or just just wearing out, uh, it's it needs to be uh, either adjusted or more likely replaced, and that'll take care of it for you. Yeah, yeah. I think you did that to one of my vehicles many years ago. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of stopped everything. We pretty much do it every day. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. do. Thank you, Kathleen. Uh, let's see. Dick is calling from South St. Paul uh, with a question for you. Dick, go ahead with your question. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, on the Rain X wipers. Is that a good wiper or is there better ones? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know that particular brand myself. I don't sell them and I have never used them, but it certainly is a good name brand. So I think that they're probably pretty good. And uh, don't be shy about wiper blades. You know, we, <laughs> it's hard too because they've gotten a little bit expensive. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but I think wiper blades should at least be changed every year. Uh, maybe more often than that. I, I do my own more often than that, especially with my vision and <laughs> and in the you know in the evening when it's raining or misty, uh, you get the, that haze coming yeah. through and it makes it really hard to see. So I, 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 you know, not only is it more comfortable to drive, but I think it's kind of a safety thing. So there are uh, differences. In th- the there are differences. Yeah. So that would be my advice: change them often. And uh, if you f- if you happen to hit a winner, if Rain X is the right one for you, and it it lasts a year or or uh, you know a long time and the, and does a good job, then then stick with it. If not, try a few different things uh, and and see what works for you. And the other thing is, Denny, windshields are all shaped a little bit different, mm-hmm. and so a particular wiper might work better on one car than another. They kind of try and make them universal just by length and yeah. so that doesn't always exactly uh, apply just right so doesn't match up you might have to try some different brands just to see which one works best on your car but more change it more often than maybe you have i think t- we're we get time gets goes by quickly, especially if it? you use the blades to wipe off frost or not even or frost ice, ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i i joke about that if you know when that when you have that that ice on your windshield in the morning if you go take your bare hand and rub it across that ice it hurts but it's, yeah it's yeah. rough yeah. and you can imagine what that's doing to your wiper blade so that's the other piece. Scrape your windshield. If you want your wiper blade to last longer, scrape your windshield before you turn on give the wipers. It, give it a little help. Yeah. There. All right, Dick, thank you. Mike is calling from Roseville uh, this morning. Mike, you're on with Dan. Good morning, guys. Uh, I've got a 2009 Ford Fusion, and I still have original brakes on it, from, and it just turned 100000 
And uh, I'm just wondering why the rotors need to be changed if the pads are, you know, if they're not damaged. Why can't you just change the pads? And I have a question about coolant also. Should the coolant be changed and why? Oh, well, the, I'll tell you, talk about the brakes first. Um, the I'm making a note here so I remember both things because by oh, yes. the time I get to the second <laughs> answer, I forget. Uh the brakes, the reason that the rotors uh, almost always have to be changed nowadays is uh, two reasons. One is the brake rotor or the pads have gotten so if efficient, and that's why you've got 100,000 miles on your brake job. But the pads have gotten so efficient that they are, they're very hard, and they uh, cause the brake rotor to wear uh, just like the pads wear. So if we if we measure <clears throat> your brake rotors, they'll be below the minimum specification. In other words, they'll be too thin uh, to use again. And the other part of it is lab the labor. You know, back in the old days when rotors were thick and meaty, uh, before they were so worried about gas mileage. That's the other reason rotors aren't made thicker than they are is they want to keep them lightweight. Okay. And uh, and. Uh, so they so they make them as thin as they can. But at any rate, uh, back in the day when we could machine rotors, we'd put them on a lathe, <clears throat> make them smooth again, <clears throat> put a new surface on, and uh, we could use them again. But nowadays, the uh, oftentimes the rotors aren't expensive enough to be worth the labor that it takes to uh, to you know refinish the mm -hmm. rotors. So we just replace them. So two good reasons to uh, to replace them. And the coolant? The coolant, uh, as manufacturer recommends, oftentimes coolant is lifetime. Nowadays, many manufacturers mm -hmm. don't recommend changing coolant. But over time, the composition of, of coolant from heating it up and cooling it off and uh, just using it over time, it changes. And sometimes it can, it can get more acidic or it can get corrosive or it can... Uh, you know, the, the additives that they put in it when they make it uh, burn off. And so they want you to change the coolant and put fresh additives back in to keep everything on the inside of the engine clean and lubricated and uh, not corroded and or, or rusting. I guess they would – maybe rust is not the right word, but they but they certainly can get corroded inside mm -hmm. there. And, and sometimes it will even like, you know, plug your – heater core or your radiator and things like that. So that's why they recommend changing the coolant. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Tom, you're going to be next, so don't go away on the phone. There was a text came in, and we're going to pick up on more tech questions too. Uh, Texter says, I don't want to put you, meaning you, Dan, out of business, but what is the most reliable car available? I need to buy a car for a 17-year-old. Remember now, it needs to be stylish. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't recommend yeah, a brand. Isn't that the truth? It's got to be uh, – It's yeah. got to be uh, – Used but stylish. Yeah. Well, you endorse uh, Toyota. I mean, yeah, like that's absolutely. Cer that's certainly yeah. a good option uh, for, a, for a, uh, a kid car. And, and you know, it, the, I can't really name a car, actually, because it depends totally on your budget. Right. And, and how new and how, you know, what, what you want to do. But uh, my advice for sure would be, uh, unless you're buying a brand new car, to certainly have it inspected and checked out and, you know, get some advice from your mechanic. Pick a few cars that, that y your child think are cool enough for them and then uh, see if it fits into the budget. And if it does, then go go you know, try one yeah. and get the opinion of your mechanic and see if, if that's a good option. Whatever the vehicle you find, right. have a check. Get out. some help, yeah. 
Uh, hang on, Dan. We're going to take a bit a bit of a break here and have a look at f- uh, the weather, too. And then, Tom, you're going to be next on the phone. Then we'll grab some text messages here on CCO's Car Care Show. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your questions by phone and by text. And I know we've got a bunch of text messages, and I don't want to forget about those, but we do have some folks waiting online, too. We promised Tom in Soteria, Wisconsin, Tom would be next. Uh, thanks for waiting, Tom. What's your question? I have a 2002 Chevy Astro van. The left front wheel pulls to the left when I apply the brakes, and the harder I brake, the more it pulls. And the brake pads are real good shape. Well, there's a. Uh, uh, I apply, what my first thought is that one of the brakes is applying more than the other one, or it's not releasing properly uh, when, you know, maybe one of the pads is stuck in the, uh, in the slides or something like that. But usually if, if, if it's brake related uh, when you're stopping, if it pulls and it's when you're braking, it usually has something to do with the brakes. So I think if you actually took it in and, and had somebody put it up on the hoist and, spin the wheels, you'd find that one of them has more resistance than the other one. And uh, you'll have to get that one taken apart and figure out what's going on, why that's happening. There's lots of things that can cause it. The pads can get stuck in the in the uh, slides. The pins that the caliper slides on can freeze up, uh, causing it. <clears throat> so there's you know a whole bunch of things that will cause it. Uh, or the other one's not working at all. That's another option. Mm. Uh, so, but uh, I think if you get it up on the hoist and and uh, get that checked out, it'll be pretty clear. It'll tell you something. Pretty easy, yeah. 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 All right, Tom. Uh, I'll grab a call from Will in Zimmerman. Then we'll grab some text messages. Uh, Will, you're on CCO with Dan. Hi, guys. Love your show. Thank you. Say, I'm looking at a uh, 2020 sh- uh, new Chev pickup, and they don't even offer a CD player. So I was wondering if. Uh, you know if a CD player can be installed and, and hooked up so it comes, you know, the sound comes out of the speakers that are in the in the truck. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it can. Uh, uh, there's there's uh, first of all, if you can buy one, you'd have to yeah. uh, you'd have to find somebody that sells one. But I'm sure that there's a kit that will allow you to have that, uh, you know, installed into the. Into there are the businesses vehicle. that do just that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, Best Buy has one, and okay. and uh, there's a. A uh, place called Mach One. I know that we've done some business with uh, okay. over the years. So those are those are a couple of ideas. You can call them, and they at least would have a better answer uh, if it's available for you. Yeah, not. yeah. Or you could probably search the web on that. I was just going to say Google yeah. it. Yeah, yeah Google it. I bet you get a lot of information about that too. And those people would all be advertising on that Google search. Oh too. yes. Yeah. Good hunting, Will. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Good morning, Texas says, 2011 Ford F-150, the heated seats no longer heat. The switch on the dash illuminates. Seats themselves no longer heat. Is there a fuse or a fusible link that I need to check? Thank you. Yeah, probably not. Uh, if the if the switch is lighting up, that's probably all the same circuit, all the same power uh, that you're receiving. We quite often see where the uh, the grid that's actually in the seat, because of you getting on and off it, where that... Uh, printed circuit grid will break. And so the seats are just, <clears throat> the seat is just worn out 
and uh, from using it. And uh, but those grids can be replaced. They can. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty easy test. You just you know find where the where the wiring comes into the seat and check and see if you have power ground power and ground coming to the seat. If you do, then of course the uh, the problem is in the grid itself and. Uh, it's kind of a big job because the cush or the cover and cushion have to come off the seat to replace it. But uh, but we do it, and uh, and it certainly can be done. You do and it you often? Yeah, you can't live in Minnesota without no, heated seats no, anymore. No, no, never again. Well, we don't do it real often because it's more. You know, usually it's an older car. Sure, and people don't want to uh, spend the money that yeah. it takes to do it. But uh, but we certainly do it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not uncommon. All right. Uh, let's see. Why do uh, Rotors warp, and how often do you see it? Well, we see it all the time. <laughs> That's a very, very common problem when you're <clears throat> driving down the highway and uh, and you're coming off the highway on an exit ramp and you step on the brakes and you feel the steering wheel shake. That's most commonly caused because the uh, the brake rotors have, have warped. And uh, why that happens is what we were talking about earlier. When you use your brakes, they get they can get very very hot, and the heating and cooling of any metal can cause it to warp. So uh, that's what causes it. And uh, um, maybe the brake rotors can be machined smooth again. Most commonly, though, the repair is to replace the rotors, and at that time you would probably put new pads in too. Okay, I know you. I, I know your comment, uh, your, your feelings about uh, fuel additives. But this texter says that they have a 7.3 turbo diesel fail last week in the road. Truck had to be towed. Can you recommend a good diesel fuel additive for these frigid days? <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know much about diesel fuel, and I, but I know that you do need, or they do often recommend a an additive uh, for diesel fuel. Um, so uh, I do, I no, I can't recommend one, but uh, but I would if I was you, I would certainly do the research on that. And find out what you, uh, what a good one is. Okay, uh, let's see. Here is uh, we got a couple of minutes to go here. I have Texter says a 2014 Chevy Captiva Sport 2.48 speed. It does not get very good gas mileage, around 24 miles per gallon in summer, and now around 20. I replaced the cam center and installed new plugs. Any suggestions as to what else I could try? Well, if you bring your vehicle in, I can tell you if it's if it's running as efficiently as it can, if I hook it up to my scan tool and take it for a drive. In other words, we can, we can watch the air-fuel mixtures, and if they're in the right range, and if the uh, exhaust, if what's coming out of the exhaust is not rich, if it's exactly what it should be, then the car is adding fuel at a rate that the car needs. And so I think before I did anything more, I would... Uh, take it in and have that inspected, and and if if it is what it is, then that's just all you're going to get out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Another text says this: I have a 2012 uh, F-150. Every now and then, when I start it up and let it idle for a few seconds, it starts to cut out and will almost kill. Then I'll shut it off, and when I try to restart it, it'll barely start. But then when it does, everything runs fine. It does this periodically, every once. Uh, every two or three weeks to me. Any ideas? Yeah, I don't have any great ideas with that. There's a you know a million things that could cause that, and uh, <laughs> that 
every three weeks part is uh, is the part that as a technician I hate because it's going to be really, really hard for me to capture it. But that's what I would have to do is put a whole bunch of equipment on your car and then – well, and maybe something will show up uh, even when it's not acting up. But the, in a best can, can, or scenario, I'll get a whole bunch of equipment on your car and then get your car to act up so that I can see which ingredient is missing. You know, you need fuel and spark and timing and all of those things to line up just right for a car to start right. And uh, I need to know which one's not there. Uh, maybe you would get lucky and if you had the computer scanned, you could find a trouble code that would give us some information that would uh, equal poor starting. But uh, but I but I don't know for sure without doing some research on that or some checking. Dan, we've got about 60 seconds, maybe a quick answer here and then a phone number. 2010 Honda CRV four-wheel drive. Can you explain what is rear differential fluid? How often should it be changed? Also, same question for the transfer case fluid. Uh, the fluid should be changed more often than you think. Really? Yeah, it should be changed on the, on the manufacturer's recommendation. And the reason the fluid is changed is there's additives in there because in the transfer case and in the rear differential, they have clutches in there to allow things to slip. And uh, that, that those clutches need to stay clean and lubricated properly. And so they recommend changing those fluids quite often. And so do I. Do Good. do what the manufacturer recommends because uh, you'll have trouble if you don't. Follow the guidelines. Yeah. How do guidelines. we find uh, you guys at Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651 one six. See you next week. Sounds good. I'll All right. Here. And if we didn't get to your questions, a call in or text in next week here on CCO's Car Care Show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.